Welcome to the Millionaire Momentum Podcast. My name is Allie Porter, and I'm a wife, a mom with four kids, and I'm a published author, speaker, and faith, money, and mindset coach. This is a Christian podcast that teaches you how to create abundance with God as your CEO in life and business. You will learn how to create a millionaire mindset and momentum in all areas of your life. And it's not about just making a million bucks. It's also about feeling like a million bucks. We aren't manifesting what we want, but we're co-creating with God and partnering with Him in our lives. Join me on my journey as I share with you how I keep God at the center of it all. Get ready to be inspired, believe, and receive. All right, guys, welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited to share with you Angelique MacArthur. So welcome, Angelique. Thank you so much for hopping on today. Thank you for having me, Allie. I'm really excited to be here. So, yeah. Me too. Me too. I'm so excited. I can't wait for our topic today. So we're going to be talking about key ways to start your journey of self-discovery, some different key ways to be able to do that. So Angelique MacArthur is a lifestyle coach for millennial women. She focuses on serving women who are entering into their or are already in their 30s by helping them align with and connect to their ultimate vision for their life. Now, Angelique, Really quickly, before we dive into the topic, can you tell me kind of what started your your quest or your mission to do this and um, what you've gotten out of it? Yeah, for sure. So thanks again for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, A little bit about that. Um, When I turned 30, I kind of went into this mode of, you know, building anxiety, I guess, uh, around certain things that you're kind of expected to have put together or you're kind of expected to know about by the time you, you know, enter your thirties. And I was, I'm not naturally an anxious person, but I found myself when I turned 30, suddenly feeling all of this anxiety towards, you know, what's my career, you know, getting married, am am I having kids, all the things that women kind of get bombarded with during their 30s and in that time a lot of people feel like they have to have everything put together but the reality is the transition from your 20s to your 30s it's a really big jump and also it's it doesn't really have that transitionary transitionary i don't even know the word the transitionary period (laughs) because when you know when you're when you go from your teens to your 20s you kind of ease into it right but when you're in your 20s and people are just saying to you, hey, just enjoy yourself. Have a good time. You have time in life. Don't worry about anything, you know. And then suddenly you turn 30 and everybody's like, oh, you don't have all of this put together yet? It's a really big shock. And I know a lot of women um, feel that way. So long story short, I was feeling those feelings. And then I put up a post on my Facebook page um, that was 30 things um, that I had learned before turning 30. And I had a lot of women reach out to me after saying, I feel the exact same way uh, because I had written in there a little bit about my anxieties towards turning 30. And they just, a lot of these women were saying, I don't know (laughs) what to do. I'm feeling the same way and I'm feeling unprepared and I'm feeling like I'm behind. And I knew that that was not something that was kind of like in a bubble. I knew that there was lots of women around the world who felt this way. And so I started looking things up and trying to find really a resource for women in their 30s specifically that could really help them on that journey of self-discovery and I couldn't really find that so I felt that it was just something in my heart that I really wanted to um, fill the gap in that in that area and to really serve women there 
that's kind of a little bit about how that came about. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I love that you just kind of, you decided, you know, what is it? How can I help the world? What can I give? How can I serve? You know, and, and um, when we do that, when we stop like complaining about all the things that we should do or the things that we don't want to do, and we say, how can I serve? How can I help people? Um, you know, your business was, was born out of that. So right. I think that's awesome. And you followed your heart and you did like, you know, because you're very niche specific of, you know, women in their thirties, right. but I think that it's important to have people in that space because where, like, like you said, there wasn't anything really out there uh, to be able to help them with that. So that's really cool. And I'm in my thirties, so it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Line up. That's awesome. Um, so let's dive in. What are the key things that people can do to start their journey of self-discovery? What are, what are the key things that you recommend? Yeah, the first thing I would say, um, when I turned 30 and even until like my now, my mid-30s, right, it was kind of this feeling of like jumping from thing to thing to thing to try to figure out where you landed or if that was for you. And it oh, I've totally be, done that. <laughs> right, you know, like we've all been there, we've done the jump around thing and it's yeah. not necessarily just in your business or in your career, that is probably of the largest area where it happens in your life but it can be in relationships, it can be in your health journey. So whatever it is that you're not really finding your footing in, or you don't really feel like, I feel, I feel good in this space, you know, we tend to just move on and say, okay, I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try this, I'm gonna try this. And that kind of jumping around can cause a lot of confusion if you're not asking yourself key questions as you go along. So the first thing that I would say is first, honor your voice inside. Because a lot of times we have external people or things that are giving us messages and whether or not it's on a loving tone, obviously, you know, family, friends, they mean well. But when you turn 30, you're really in a space of really starting to find your own voice and really step into what adulthood really means for you. Because in your 20s, yes, you're a young adult, but you're still kind of in that space of you're still, you're not a teenager, but you're not actually what people would consider a responsible adult when you're in your twenties, right? And so when you're into your thirties, people expect you to be that responsible adult. And sometimes our voice gets lost in that because there's all these bombarding messages that are like, are you having kids? All your friends are getting married. Why aren't you married? Are you still living at home? Are you buying a house? What's your career? Oh, oh you're doing that thing? That's not a real job. Oh my and, gosh, yeah. Right? It's, and it's, it's never crazy. ending. <laughs> it's never ending. And it's always from a loving place. But the reality is a lot of times we internalize that and make it seem like the thoughts and the feelings and the desires that God has put in our heart, we kind of start to question. Mm. And the very, the very problem with that is that when we start to question that, it's kind of saying to God, like, what you gave me isn't good enough, clearly, because everybody else is saying that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really important to honor your voice within. And what I would suggest in doing this is journaling, right? Those thoughts and those questions that you have and that anxiety that you're feeling and you're kind of like confused and wondering, what am I doing next? Because I have no clue. Put that down on paper, because when you have it all in your mind, it's really hard to organize your thoughts. But when you can see it on paper, then you can see the kind of the train of your thoughts and the top track that you have going on in your mind. 
and you can feel the feelings because you're just putting their feelings and the words down on paper. A lot of times we try to separate our feelings from our thoughts, but the reality is they work in a circle. They work together. And they do. so, yeah. right. And so you need to make sure that you're honoring those thoughts and feelings and not trying to shove them down or try to mask over them with something or think that by jumping around in whatever area it is in your life that you're doing that, that that is what's going to help you eventually find your footing. Because the reality is no matter where you land, that feeling of comfort is going to be temporary because you haven't listened to what's really going on inside. And that, and that knock is always going to come at the door of those feelings and those thoughts until you actually figure it out for yourself and mm -hmm. understand this is not a day's journey. It's not like, Oh, I spend one day journaling and like, I got it all figured out. That's not how it works. But we <laughs> I do, wish it did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Like the reality is it was like, that would be really cool. <laughs> but we live in a society that we put a lot of emphasis and a lot of um, value on instantaneous things. Mm -hmm. And the reality is you are not, you are a work in progress. You are not an instant, like, Oh, uh, you're fixed and you're, and you're great. Life is about ebb and flow, the, the valleys and the peaks, right? And so that is how it is. You don't want to wish your life away by saying, okay, like, I just want to make, get this done with. It's about really going through the process and understanding that that takes a little bit of time. So have grace with yourself as you're doing that. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I, I think that, um, I think that was the biggest thing that was a struggle for me was having grace for myself because I'm like, oh, I just need to be perfect at this. I just need mm -hmm. to make sure that I, you know, keep moving forward and I just keep doing it. And if I don't do it right, then all else, you know, everything's failed and, you know, all of those like limiting beliefs that you have. But when you're able to have grace for yourself and realize that you're on a journey, it's not like a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm -hmm. And when you can really connect with God on that and you can say, Hey, how, like, what do I need to do? How do I need to show up? What is the best um, way that you want me to, to, you know, live my life? What does he say? And that is to trust him. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so in your quest for helping women in their thirties, mm -hmm. um, in what ways has God shown up for you in your life and business? Oh boy. Um, you know, when you, you feel like you have those moments of serendipity, it feels kind of like, Oh, this just kind of lines up. And a lot of times yeah. we don't remember to give God the credit for all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I can say there were so many moments where I just feel like, Oh, wow. Like things are just, you know, jiving here. Things are aligning. I'm feeling good about it. But the reality was it was God really seeing what I was going through and saying, here's how I'm going to help you. And there was a time when I wasn't asking him for his help. Mm. There was a time when I thought I could do it all on my own. And that was probably the most confusing time and the most um, lonely time. Because yeah, I was going to say probably very lonely. Yeah, it yeah. feels like no matter who you talk to or any, it just feels like nothing's working out. And you mm -hmm. start to get into that game of comparison. I was totally in the comparing myself with others. Like sometimes it would be friends and, um, you know, and just being like, well, why can't I have that? What's wrong with me? Why doesn't God love me or want to give me this? When the reality is he's always been there for me. Um, but one moment in particular that was really, really helpful for me was, so I have a friend who had purchased a home and there was a time when I felt, I felt so envious of her. Okay. And I call it friendly. 
Um, <laughs> I like that. That's so, cool. you know, you, you love her, but you're just like, again, like, I feel like she has everything and I don't. And as I was going through that, those like feelings of, you know, like self-made misery, um, <laughs> I had, my husband was like, I actually said to me, why is it that what you have is not good for you? And I had never thought about it that way. I had always thought about it as just being like, oh, like, I'm happy for you. But like, you know, I just want to, I want to get what I want too. And he's like, but you're not looking at what you have. Like, it makes it seem like everything is that you have is terrible. And I never thought about it that way. And I thought if, if this is how, and it was in that moment where I thought, if this is how I'm acting, then this is why I'm not able to move forward. Because God's saying, I have given you stuff and you're, you're, you're poo-pooing on it. You're just like, whatever, it's not good enough. Obviously everybody else has better things. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that's where it starts, right? That's where it starts where you're the, the lack of gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude's a big one. Yeah. Is where is where I was in. That was the space I was in. And that was one of the biggest shifts for me in starting to get on the journey of like self-discovery. There've been lots of other things, but I felt like that one in particular really helped me sit out mm -hmm. and that was kind of where I started trying to make it a practice of being like more grateful and going deeper into self-discovery and inner work. Mm, I love that. And do you feel like keeping God at the center of everything that you're doing, do you feel like that's helping you in your progression of, of your business and your life and, and just kind of where you want to go? 110%. Um, I know that's not mathematically. That's not, but anyway. <laughs> um, I think that, a lot of times, again, we, we live in a society that's very independent and it's mm -hmm. all about me, me, me in many ways, not even for people who are not even considered selfish, but it's just, uh, we are kind of raised. I can do it myself. <laughs> right. And, and, you're, and you're raised, especially as a woman in, in today's day and age, you're raised yeah. to be self-sufficient, right? Yeah. Like you should have your own stuff. You should be well on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, but the reality is I was not putting God at the center and that was the stem of also like the lack of gratitude, mm -hmm. but not putting him at the center was creating all this confusion. And I was trying to do too many things at once. I was overwhelming myself and confusing myself. So I was kind of like, well, what do I do mm -hmm. <laughs> in business, in life? What do I do? And I was in the victim mentality rather than seeing it as a lesson, it was kind mm -hmm. of felt like it was um, a slight, like, okay, well, this is a jab at me. Yeah. Um, and when I shifted that mindset thinking on that and really saying, okay, God, please, I want you to show me what you want me to do, or I just want to be quiet and have you tell me. And it was, it's, it's still an ongoing process for me, but that was kind of the beginning of like, okay, I need to learn how God talks to me and the ways that I can communicate with him because I was comparing that again to like, Oh, well, other people say that they, you know, they, they hear from you or they, they there's signs or whatever it may be. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to get quiet and stop talking over him mm -hmm. and just try different ways to connect. And when I started doing that, the simplicity of life, the things that I that no longer served me were popping up so I could help them fall away that I could journal around that and then, you know, move into a space that was the next level of, for me and what God really wanted for me. And it's every day, it's a, it's a journey and something I have to work on. Mm -hmm. But the reality is that with God at the center, my life has been simplified and 
and at the same time of being simplified, I've gotten so much happier and joyful. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really nice to have that shift because a lot of times we put a lot of emphasis on things and those things translating to our happiness or joy. Mm-hmm. But when I started really, really recognizing that it all starts from within, then I was able to be free and I felt so much freer. And I would encourage people to do that. I would encourage people to connect to God and, and ask him how he wants you to be the steward mm-hmm. of the things that he gives you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Mic drop right there. <laughs> I think, I think that I think you're exactly right. And I think that if you do put God at the center of everything that you do, you will always and forever have abundance in your life and mm-hmm. not just in material things, but also in your relationships and stuff. And I think, um, and just all areas of your life, because I, I think that was my biggest not hang up, but I always kept like my business and my, my uh, belief in God and all of that stuff separate. It was always like, well, this is church and family and all this stuff over here. And then here's my business over here. But when I realized that I could actually put them together and they're supposed to be together, and that's the way that he wants it to be, where we can help people to see, you know, that everything that we have comes from him, you know, and everything that we are, are like we are his you know and um we always have to remember not just who we are but whose we are and Mm -hmm. i think that just what you were saying is so so crucial um because it it does allow you to live your full life it allows you to um to really connect to everything else if you stay connected to god then everything else just kind of falls into place that doesn't mean that life is just going to be easy all the time because we're here to grow right like you have the stuff but you always have someone in your corner you always have somebody that you can rely on and um so i i I love that i love that i love Um, to remember who we are and also who's we are i love that that's really powerful yeah. Isn't that cool? I, one of my, my mentors said that and I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. And it just really, I mean, we're here to create abundance. And I think part of, and that was my other question um, that I usually ask at the end. Um, so I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but I have one other question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone were wanting to, um, to get into maybe coaching or into um, helping and serving people kind of similar to what you're doing um, what would you suggest like what do you suggest they do first because I know that you've Mm -hmm. gone on your journey and now Mm -hmm. you're at a certain point but if someone's just starting what is a good like where do they start how do they start developing um, their either their skill sets or their relationship with God or wherever they're at what would you recommend would be the first one of the first steps Yeah, actually, this first step would be another step to self-discovery is doing your research. Um, But the key about research, okay, because I know there's lots of people out there like me who will do research for days, months, years, and not take action because they're just, they need to research one more thing. Um, Put a timeline and a deadline on the research for you. Get specific about what you want to research and don't overcrowd that, meaning you don't need to do 10 courses in order to move forward. You maybe do one course and you do all the steps in the course. You put a date and the timeline of when that needs to be done by, and then you go out there. The biggest thing that you can do, journaling is going to help you discover what it is you want to coach and why, um, and really what it is you have to offer that is unique for you. Now that doesn't mean unique doesn't mean it's not something 
that other people necessarily do, but I mean unique as in the way that you do it because mm -hmm. you're, everybody's different and brings their own um, specialness to that particular gift, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not about comparing or looking at what other people are doing. You may have people who you want to reference for your research or people that you do look up to, but limit even those, right? I had Amen. to cut down on how many people I was following yeah. on social media, the amount of groups that I was in, but I wasn't participating in. So I was, I had to cut down on all of that because really it was bringing up feelings of comparison and keeping mm -hmm. up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. And it was taking me out of alignment with God. And so you want to make sure that you're doing whatever it takes to keep in alignment with God. Mm -hmm. And if that means paring down on how many groups you're in or how many people you follow on your social media feed or whatever it is, then do what that is for you. And you know what that is for yourself. Um, but doing research is going to be super helpful for you, uh, not only in coaching, but in self-discovery. And don't be afraid to do it messy because the reality is it's going to be messy. You can prepare for it as much as you want. <laughs> oh boy, you can prepare and prepare for days and then you're just, and then in your mind, you build up this, this perfection idea and it becomes something that hinders you from actually doing something. Yeah. And then you look at yourself 10 years later and you're like, I didn't do anything yet. I haven't even started. So do it messy because you learn, um, you, you know, I love the quote that you either win or you learn, but you never lose. Mm -hmm. So look at it from, from that perspective and understand that the ups and downs are always a beautiful part of the journey. You have to be able to say that both the ups and the downs are a beautiful part of it because the reality is it may, in the moment, it may totally suck when something doesn't go the way you want, but it's a part of your story that can help and uplift other people and also help you be stronger when it comes around again and you'll know what to do. So um, try to find grace in that as well, but definitely the research part will be helpful. Just make sure you have your deadlines, your timelines. You're not following too many people or trying to yeah. do too many things at once and then just go do it. Just and, get out and, there. And don't get stuck in the, in the, in oh. the learning wheel. Yeah. That's a, that itself can be a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And, and I think that's kind of where, where Satan can get us too, is he can totally. say, you know, Oh, if I can just get him to stay in this, mm -hmm. like research. Oh, I don't know enough. Oh, I need to know more. Oh, I need to take this next course. Oh, I need to do this next thing. Yeah. Oh, I need to read one more article. Oh, I need to watch oh. one more video. Mm -hmm. If I can just keep them in that, in that, then they'll feel like they're progressing, but they really won't be. Yeah. And then and you so, wake up one yeah. day and you realize that you have not progressed yeah. and then you start becoming really upset about that. So mm -hmm. it's about being honest with yourself. And I think that's what your 30s really is. It's being honest with yourself. Because in your 20s, you can lie to yourself all day long. You know, you're just, you're, you're like, oh, I'm just having fun. It is what it is. But in your 30s, you're on the path, even if you aren't on the path purposely, you're on the path of finding yourself. Exactly. That's what your 30s is. So it's about being honest with yourself um, in all things. Mm -hmm. And as you're doing that, God will be with you in all mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. yeah. He will. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Um, so that being said, uh, and the other thing too, doing things messy, 
Um, so I just started this podcast, right? Do I know everything there is to know about podcasting? Absolutely not. <laughs> so, and I'm still learning as I go. So I hope that you guys will uh, humor me as I like work through, you know, my kinks and the things that I'm working through when it comes to podcasting. But I felt like, you know, I needed to do this. I needed to connect mm -hmm. people with resources and people that could help them grow as, as you know, human beings. And, um, and I'm just the mouthpiece. I'm just here to connect. So um, I hope you guys found this valuable. And um, Angelique, if people want to know more about you and what you do and, and maybe potentially work with you, uh, where can they find you? Where can they connect with you? We'll put the in info in the show notes as well, but where can they find you? Yeah, you could find me on Facebook or Instagram under Angelique MacArthur, um, either my personal page or my business page. Um, and I also have a website, theinbetweenlife.com. Um, I currently have that. I might be shifting to another name, but regardless, it will redirect you if that's the case. But um, yeah, you can definitely reach out there. Feel free to send me a DM or anything. I'd love to connect with you. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Angelique. You're amazing. And I have been friends with Angelique for a couple of years now, and she's just such a rock star in her field and what she does. And she helps so many women, including myself, um, on a daily basis. So I really, really appreciate you hopping in here today and, um, and really sharing your knowledge with us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and the last question I have for you is, what does millionaire momentum mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I think before I would have said millionaire momentum means that I've got multiple millions of dollars. Um, <laughs> that's not what it would mean. But now I would say that it's a, it's a feeling, it's a, it's a part of your being mm. and that it's not about the dollar, the number sign, because it's always about what's within. And I would say that for me, it just means being fully connected to my life. It's, mm -hmm. it's in all ways and not compartmentalizing it, but really connecting. And that's, that's what I do with helping women create, you know, life and roadmaps about really connecting to your life. And I think that when you have that, the momentum in all the areas of your life build. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would definitely say for me, it's about having real connection in all the spaces of my life. And that's oh. a tough thing to do, but it's always a worthwhile endeavor for any of us to do. Amen. Amen. I love that. I love that. And I think, I agree with you. I think that it, it really isn't about the dollar amount. It is about how you're feeling inside. And that's really where you connect with God and you connect with yourself and you, you're truly happy. Yeah. You know? You're truly happy at that point. Um, because it, it's interesting. There was a, one of my, one of my mentors, um, he was talking about how he had interviewed like I think it was like 12,000 millionaires or something like that, like an astronomical amount. And he said it was really interesting because when he interviewed them, it wasn't that they didn't enjoy what they had, like right. their material things, but they were always looking for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And they were never truly happy. So that's, that's why I think it's so important to change the way that you think about um, abundance and, um, and wealth. Cause really when you're building your business, when you're building your, your life, you want to be happy. Right. And, but also being happy means making a difference in the world. And so you have to have your cup be full before you can help other people. So. And the I last that. thing, that's totally true. The last thing I would just say is that Satan has designed, you know, so many things in this world to be distractions. Yes. And yes. we have to be very mindful of that. The, the pursuing of things is designed 
to leave you at the end of that wanting more and more mm-hmm. and more mm-hmm. and it's kind of insatiable so you really have to have true goals so in good. yourself so that you can know where you, where the cap really is for you and really put in the work here you know god says store up treasures in heaven right mm-hmm. and rather than things on earth and doing that is storing things up within yourself and your connection with him and others. So remember relationships over things and the relationships are going to help you to get to, to where you want to go and the things that you want anyway. Amen. Amen. And, yeah. and the relationship with uh, the relationship with God is at the center, like we were For talking sure. about. And so yeah. if we just keep that, then everything else falls in place, including your relationship with money and wealth and like growing that. And um and, you know, if, if you're meant to have wealth in this life to bless other people and bless yourself, it will happen. And so you can have wealth in both places if that is God's design. And mm-hmm. so don't look at it as like, oh, my gosh, I, you know, that's not what I want. And I need to right. be, you know, just poor all the time or I just need to be indifferent to money because it really is a, a catalyst for change in the world and sure. we want to make sure that we are living our best lives and helping and serving and building our businesses and and through building our businesses we're able to help and serve other people yeah. um, and it just circulates and so you know what Definitely. goes around comes around so i love it redefine what wealth means to you yes Yes. Amen. So Angelique, thank you again so much for hopping on today. It's been so awesome. Can you just recap real quick those keys that you said so they can have the takeaways? Yeah. So the first thing would be to honor the voice within, try journaling, making sure that you're putting your feelings and your thoughts down. That's going to be helpful for you. And also a really great opportunity to look back later on, on things uh, as you're, you know, building your journey. It's going to be a really great reflection time. And then also making sure that you're doing your research, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, don't overthink it, but just get into that and start building your confidence by doing, because that's where it comes from and doing a messy action. And just the last thing is just to remember that everything is a relationship, whether it be to things, the way you treat things, the way you value things, and also to people. So monitoring your relationships will also help you to redefine what wealth means to you and also understanding what God has in store for you and how you can connect with him, which is the ultimate relationship and the number one relationship you should be cultivating. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, this has been awesome. We will have Angelique back. She's amazing. Um, All right, guys, thank you again so much for hopping on today and we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah. Take care. Thanks guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you find this podcast inspiring, please share it. And if you could head on over to iTunes and leave a review, I would really appreciate it. This helps us get the word out. And if you're looking for a way to dive deeper with me, join our free community, The Millionaire Momentum Lifestyle. You can find it at www.m2tribe.com. And until next time, stay inspired, believe, and receive.